Welcome to the Live Fit Listens podcast, a safe space of growth, personal development, and overall wellness with your host, Olivia Catania. Diving into the realms of all things health, conscious living, mental expansion, and much more, this podcast is designed to help you evolve into your best self and live fit. Let's get into the show. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the podcast. This is the first solo episode of season two. So welcome, welcome. I hope everyone is doing well. And also happy December, by the way, first epi of the month. And if for whatever reason you're not like, you know, up to speed on my YouTube scene. I feel like I've been announcing it everywhere, but I am doing my version of Logmas. Um, again, it's my second annual 12 days of Live Fitness. It's basically like a spinoff of ABC Family's 25 Days of Christmas from like childhood. That was such an iconic part of my childhood that would get me so excited. So I am posting three videos a week for the whole month of December, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And like I said, I was inspired by ABC Family's 25 Days of Christmas and they would always release like a schedule on December 1st of all like the Christmas movies that were airing and when. So I essentially made my own little spinoff of that. So I will have that schedule linked down in the show notes so you can see what videos are going up and when so you can just get excited about the content for the month in case you're curious but for my gratitude for today I'm just feeling really thankful for all of just like I just feel like there's so many moving parts in my life right now and that's what I'm really I'm just grateful for it it's just making me excited I was really open with you guys like a month or so ago about how just the past few months before that I had been just really low like I was struggling a lot with loneliness and I just was bored like my life was boring I was living the same day every day like nothing was new nothing was different and I just was I was just really out of my power Um, and then I posted that episode epi 52 if you're curious about how to just like get back into your power and kind of get back in the saddle of things and um, yeah so like about the past like month month and a half I just feel like I just have been feeling so much better and then obviously as a reflection my life has been so much better I just feel like I have a lot going on in general just in work I have a lot of things going for me now like a lot of new things that I feel like I'm constantly working on and even in my personal life just like just new people new experiences just like new things like more social opportunities I guess and it just is it just feels good and to be fully honest like just to share this because it was such a good like it's just a good example of like having that self-awareness moment but for a second like since there's so many new things kind of going on in my life like a week or so ago I was kind of like overthinking things a little bit and I was like well what if this and what if this means this and then what if this happens and I it just hit me and I was like yo live like a month and a half ago you would kill to have like all this stuff going on like don't feel like you need to have everything figured out or know what's going to happen or know the answers or like overthink things too hard like totally just ride this wave that the uni has you on like you wanted just more you wanted newness in your life and you have it so like just ride it out be happy with where you are be a leaf in the wind and like just let things flow don't try to like overthink things or micromanage or like try to do something quote-unquote the right way like just let it all unfold be present in all these experiences that the uni is bringing you now and just vibe out and so that's kind of where I've been and it's felt really really good But for this episode, I honestly don't even know what I'm going to title this yet, but I wanted to essentially talk about why I think toxic positivity is bullshit. (laughs) Not to be blunt. No, I'm kidding. But I just kind of want to dive into this topic of toxic positivity and like overall keeping a positive headspace because I feel like I have my own. It's like been in the back of my mind for a while now and I just have my own take on it an opinion and sometimes I feel weird saying like an opinion when that like clearly has some sort of definition but I feel like my take on 
toxic positivity, excuse me, and my definition is is different than what like your average person in society feels. Like I feel like there's just to me, there seems to be a big misconception. This is what I should say. I feel like there's a big misconception with what toxic positivity actually is and how it's defined and like applied in your life. And what made me want to also do this episode is because I feel like this is, you know, I'm I'm blessed to not get that much hate, but when I do, like this is I would say one of those topics that it comes from of saying like you know, it's not often, but I will get those comments of essentially just saying like, you know, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. Like, you know, it's, you, you can't be positive all the time. You can't be happy all the time. Things like that. Like I'll get backlash in that facet of this brand um, because I do pride myself. I feel like a big part of this brand is focusing on the good and the things you can control and, you know, living in the light and love and stuff like that. And I just feel like it, it also just bothers people. And so I just kind of want to address it. So this is my public diss track, my public diss tape. No, I'm kidding. But because also furthermore, someone like I don't even know a week or two ago, like tagged me in a video, not along the lines of toxic positivity, but essentially in the sense of like spiritual people only post about like love and light. And they're not like they don't post about the darkness and like negativity that's in the world. And like when you're really into spirituality, you see all like the darkness that's here and like it can get people to depressed and all this sort of stuff. And I don't really want to dive into that video specifically, even though there's like so many things I could say in like retaliation to that video. But I mainly just want to focus on just that concept of like focusing on the love and the light, I guess, and toxic positivity. And just that whole entire video sparked like a whole passionate thought thread. And I was like, y'all bet your bottom dollar that I'm doing a podcast epi on this because I feel strongly about this. And that day I was like going off and now I'm going to try to channel it into a podcast episode to maybe bring some clarity to you guys slash a counter argument. Just, you know, we're all about this broadening perspectives. So first I want to start off with the actual definition of toxic positivity, because I'm not going to lie. I was like on one the other day about my, you know, my opinion on all this. And I was like, okay, let's like chill. Let's take a step back. Like what even actually truly is the definition of toxic positivity? And like, let's just see what it's really all about. So I have three different things that I want to read here all cited, no, I'm kidding, but from verywellmind.com, it said toxic positivity is the belief that no matter how dire or difficult a situation is, people should maintain a positive mindset. Okay. Number one. Number two, this is from the psychologygroup.com. We define toxic positivity as the excessive and ineffective overgeneralization of a happy, optimistic state across all situations. The process of toxic positivity results in the denial, minimalization, and invalidation of the authentic human emotional experience. And then furthermore, some signs of toxic positivity were like brushing off problems rather than facing them and hiding your true feelings. And so my takeaway on this, I feel like the first definition that I read speaks more to what I feel like the majority of the population deems toxic positivity as, where I feel like the second definition that I read more so is speaking on my argument, I guess, for this whole entire episode. Because to me, toxic positivity is essentially, I just think there's a very big difference between like being positive, if you will, and completely just ignoring your honest you know, like your honest feelings and like not living your authentic truth. I think they're completely two separate things, but I feel like so many people think that it's the same thing. Like if you are happy and positive and optimistic and hopeful, that means that you're completely living in denial and like, you know, not acknowledging the fact that you're sad. 
I do not think that they one implies the other. I think they're completely mutually exclusive. And that's essentially my point with this with this podcast episode. I think toxic positivity in the sense of when you're saying the phrase toxic positivity, I think that's when you are essentially ignoring your true emotions to a situation, especially when they're negative and living in denial and being like, oh no, like I'm fine. Like I'm feeling totally positive and happy. Like it's no big deal. Like that to me is toxic positivity because you're truly living in denial. You're not being honest with yourself. You're not acknowledging how you feel. You're invalidating your feelings and you're invalidating the experience that you're experiencing. However, I think that's very much so different than acknowledging how you feel, accepting how you feel, you know, saying, hey, I feel angry right now or this situation feels really hard to me right now. Acknowledging that, which I've always been an advocate of that because I think that's completely foundational step one to healing and improving is acknowledging where you are so that you know where you're trying to go from that point, I guess, if you will. And I think there's a very big difference between living with a sense of optimism and hope in order to help you stay in a, you know, a prosperous headspace, a fertile headspace to then set you up towards improvement in the future. I think optimism is focusing on the good, on the hope in the situation, on the potential in the situation, focusing on the things that you can control and not giving your power away to the negativity and the quote unquote bad and the less favorable situations, which will really only truly keep you stuck, which I've said this before in other episodes. And that's just what I think is different. I think people think that positivity and optimism implies that you're not acknowledging when you're feeling sad. And I think it's so different. I think optimism and hope and positivity, more so optimism and hope is what allows you to stay in a solution based mindset where I feel like when you identify with your negative emotions, fall victim to these less favorable outcomes, that's when you are just in a problem-based mindset and you're going to stay within the problem. Where if you are, you know, wanting to improve eventually, you need to find solutions to improve. And in order to find solutions, you need to be in the mindset to do so, which is a solution-based mindset, which you get there from staying optimistic, from staying hopeful, because that's putting you in the space where you are receptive to the solutions of how can I make this better? How can I get out of this situation instead of just sulking with where you are? And that's kind of why I get irritated with the whole narrative of toxic positivity, because to me, it's like I, I guess, feel like people's arguments with toxic positivity is like, oh, it's just not realistic to be like have the intention, at least at the very least, to be happy every day. I think that's bullshit. I think that should always be that's always my number one intention is to show up with the most fertile headspace possible every single day, because also me being realistic, right, and not being naive and not being in denial, I know that there's enough challenges in life to take us out of the game, if you will, like things that are out of our control that are going to present adversity and challenge to us. So I'm the biggest advocate. I'm the first advocate to say there's enough challenges in life that are going to take you out of the game. So please, for the love of God, do not have your own mindset, your own self-talk be what's taking you out of the game. You don't need another, you don't need another obstacle to put in front of you because the uni is going to do that for you just with things that are out of your control with lessons. So it's like, for me, I'm going to do the best that I can to stay the best equipped to I guess, you know, show up in the best way possible in life every day. And to do that, I'm going to keep a positive, prosperous, optimistic headspace because to me, that's like the best tool in your toolbox that you could have if you're looking to like live a life that you want to be living. So like I said, I just think people are like, oh, toxic positivity is just that you think you say that like you always seem to be happy all the time and blah, 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 and seem to be optimistic. Like even if your hard situation, that's toxic positivity. No, like that's what I personally think is bullshit in my complete honest opinion. Like 
if I'm in a really hard situation, it's one thing to acknowledge the hard situation, which I think is totally valid. And it's another thing to completely identify in the negative situation and say, this is shitty. And this is just my situation. That's all it is. No. Like if I'm in a hard situation, I'm going to acknowledge that it's hard. I'm going to say that I'm feeling some really negative emotions, but I'm going to keep that optimistic headspace of say, I'm going to get through this. I'm going to find a solution. I'm going to find a way to make this better. Because to me, it's like, what is the point of not doing that? What is the point of sulking and negativity in this victim mentality, in this victim space of feeling like there's no hope? Like, what is the point of that? Like my grandma always says this. She goes, what are you going to do, hun? And that's, it's, it's so simple. But to me, when I, I hear that in my head now, if it's essentially meaning to me, like when something is shitty, what are you going to do? You're just going to sit there and sulk and kind of just like lay down and give up? No, like you got to do something to make it better, to keep fighting, to keep pushing forward, to keep improving. Like you got to be strong to keep going. And a part of that to me is keeping an optimistic headspace, a hopeful headspace of, of, you know, speaking positively and kindly to myself of like, we're going to get through this. Like you don't need to throw in the towel. You don't need to, you know, lose hope like there's more here to this we can make the most of this we can get out of this and it's just like to me it's not toxic to consistently have that solution-based mindset like not in any which way because to me it's just like what else are you going to do like how is that serving you like being optimistic to me is not ignoring your honest feelings it's not living in denial that your situation is hard being optimistic is trusting believing and hoping that there is a solution to improve the situation and another con- another point that I wanted to bring this episode towards was like the, I feel like another argument that people have is like oh well you're just like living in delusion If you're constantly like feeling like you're happy all the time or like constantly like hopeful that all these things are going to happen, blah, 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 like that's just completely living in like a state of denial and like delusion. I just have a news flash for everyone. (laughs) We're all we are all consistently, constantly living in our own state of delusion. And if you don't agree, you got to wake up a little bit and expand your consciousness. I feel like I'm like really spitting fire today but I just I just feel so passionate about this because I just I guess to me I just don't understand the other argument and so anyways here I'm let me finish out this point our entire reality is based off of how experiences that we're experiencing are getting filtered through all of our five senses and furthermore how they're perceived through our past programmings, our belief systems, our opinions there. I always say there truly is nothing that the only thing that's truth, I guess, if you will, in this world is simply what is, but everything else is simply that has been filtered based off of our perceptions. That's why we deem things as right and wrong, good or bad. Hence why so many people have different opinions about everything and feel different ways about everything because everything is the same reality, quote unquote, that we're all experiencing is all getting filtered in different ways. So it's being perceived in different ways. So it means something different to every person. So if you think that you're living in a state of truth and everyone else is delusional, that is so like that in and of itself is being so delusional at its finest because that's just not it's just like the harsh truth is like we're all living in our own state of delusion because it's all based on our own perceptions. I always say mindset is truly, 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 truly everything. It completely is a reflection of what we are experiencing externally because it's what's giving us meaning in order for our external to give us meaning and needs to filter through our internal belief systems. So if that's the case and someone would say that to me, like you're living in a state of delusion, whatever, whatever, I would say, bro, 
I am more than happy to be living in my state of delusion if that's what's truly serving me in the moment. And I just said this about, uh, I mentioned this in a podcast, excuse me, in a YouTube video that's going to be going up. And I touched on this and I said that I always choose the mindset and the perspective that will always serve me in the moment. And, you know, sometimes that's me being my own hard ass coach to get my butt to the gym because I know that's what's going to serve me in the long haul. And sometimes that's me giving myself permission to go rest and go to bed earlier because I know that a good night of sleep is what's going to serve me best. So with that in mind, if I'm always trying to choose the mindset that's going to serve me best, why on God's green earth would I just give up and say, eh, actually nah, like life is really shitty and it sucks and it's hard and my situation is trash. And so I'm just going to dwell in this victim mode and adopt that belief that life is just really hard and unfair. How would that serve me? How? Because it would be validating my victim narrative and that my own life is out of my own control. Like, how the hell would that serve me? No. So it's like, I just truly don't see the point and not constantly having the attention at the very least because we're all human, right? We're all doing our best and it's inevitable that we're going to fall short. Like we're going to have those waves, like I said, of feeling more empowered to make conscious decisions. Sometimes we're going to fall into making more unconscious decisions. Sometimes we are going to slip into the victim mode and sometimes we're going to feel very empowered. Like I know we're human. I'm not trying to say, I'm not trying to argue that, but I'm just saying, why would I not have the, at least the intention to show up every day with a solution-based mindset with hope, optimism, and trust and belief and seeing life through rose-colored lenses, focusing on the light that is in this world, if that's what's serving me and that's what's keeping me going and that's what's overall going to help me be a better person, show up as a better person and inevitably help the collective. The truth is that happy people want other people to be happy and hurt people hurt people. Another common quote. So I personally, in my opinion, and I don't really see why anyone could argue this, someone who is dwelling in negativity and living in negativity, they inevitably are going to be feeling really low. They're going to be feeling hurt. They're going to be feeling really sad and angry. And those emotions only want to create more of those emotions with other people. Same thing when you're happy, you want to create that happiness within other people. So again, I'm not trying to have this like savior complex of like, this is what we need to do to like change the world. But I do think it's very true that, you know, their train is only as strong as your weak link. So what we can do to improve and strengthen us and heal us on the individual scale of being the happiest, best that we can be, the most fulfilled that we can be, have the most meaning that we can have on the individual scale, you bet your freaking bottom dollar that inevitably is going to help strengthen the collective on a societal scale. So it's like to me, like I'm don't I don't want to you know be in denial like that there's people go through hard things in life like don't get me wrong I I understand and I'm not trying to turn a cold cheek to that but I'm just saying like if we can make the most of what we all have on the individual scale I think that would be really damn hard for someone to argue that that would negatively impact society rather than help it. I think it 100% would help to improve society on the collective scale because we're higher vibe, we're healing, we're more content, we're full of more gratitude on the individual scale, which is going to help us as a collective without a doubt. And I also was just talking with this about someone um, a few weeks ago, just even like about the concept of religion and how some people will view people who are like really religious and be like, well, that's so delusional. Like they believe X, Y, Z. But I mean, if that person is happy and they have a sense of meaning and fulfillment, which are things that people will go their whole life searching for and not finding, if that religion, that belief system, that perspective is giving them that fulfillment, happiness, love, whatever, whatever, who are you to say anything about it? 
Like, to be fully honest, because also the irony, not trying to make a blanket statement, but to be completely honest, like, usually that's the people, the people who say that aren't feeling those things or else they wouldn't necessarily feel the need to say that because they would understand like, well, hey, I have my belief systems, too. That's making me feel very fulfilled. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's just like we are all living in some sense of delusion in one way or another. And so it's like, why would you not choose the delusion that is going to serve you and like make you feel, have peace, fulfillment, trust, hope, and faith in what is, and like have a, some sense of place in life, feel like you have more sense made out of life. Like whether it's true or not, like, and like I said, the only truth in life is what is there's so much that is unknown. So it's just like everything is up to your mental and your mindset. So I'm going to choose the mindset that is going to serve me. I always say your mind can be heaven or it could be hell on earth. And I'm just going to choose the heaven on earth. And it's like you can, you know, like I said, there's two sides to every coin. Like I've said this, like the law of polarity. Like I know there's there's darkness in this world. I understand that. And, you know, I guess diving into the spiritual part of that video that I touched on earlier in the video, like, trust me, I've been around people who are very spiritual without naming names. And it's like to the point where it is now de- debilitating them. Is that the right word? Because almost like they know too much, if you will slash it's just it, it just kind of now reversed effects it's kind of like a, a bell curve a little bit now it's like it's now it's like to their own demise this spirituality is that it's consuming them and they're identifying with these negative aspects that they see and like now that's what's quote-unquote making them depressed it's like there's just as much good as there's just as much bad in the collective just of this human experience and again it's like yeah, you can choose to give your power to the bad and and what you focus on, where your where your intention, excuse me, where your attention goes, energy flows. So where your intention is, it's going to grow. That's what's going to seem as your reality. So the more that you're being consumed about negativity, the more you feel like that's going to be in your reality. It's going to I can promise you, I can guarantee you this. The more potent, the more potency of negativity you're going to experience in reality. I can promise you. Whereas if you're living on the other side of the coin and choosing to do what you can to improve situations, giving your power to the light and the love to help make that grow. That's what's going to grow because your intention is on that. Your attention is on that. That's where your energy is flowing. So it's going to grow. And so again, if someone wants to sit and sulk in their negativity and be like, my situation sucks. And that's just that point blank period. And, you know, I just feel like it's unhealthy for me to try to feel like there's a solution to get out of this. Then go be my guest. I can't relate to you, but I'm fully going to be the person to choose to be like, yeah, hell yeah. You bet I'm going to focus on the love and the light and focus on the solutions in life and seeing what I can do that's within my power to improve situations, people's lives, spread love and light to help that grow. Because to me, I'm almost picturing it now like, yeah, you could either fuel the fire and pour gasoline on the fire, meaning like put more attention to the negativity of life and things like that and the quote unquote darkness that's in life and have that consume you. Or you can water this beautiful garden aka your positivity, your hope, your optimism, and then be able to grow this beautiful, huge garden of flowers that's eventually going to help like contribute to other people's gardens and things like that and just like elevate the beauty of the planet. That's just how I think. Again, so many people could say like, Liv, you just completely confirmed my narrative that people like you are living in delusion. And I want to say, okay, go for it. But like I said, I am a person that believes ignorance is bliss. I don't see the point in dwelling on things that are super just upsetting that are most often out of our control anyways. And I just feel like if we 
really did what we could to elevate on the individual scale, which a part of that is staying that solution-based mindset, living with hope, optimism, trust, belief, positivity, happiness, that it would help us on a societal collective scale. So basically my biggest point that I wanted to get across was just that being optimistic and hopeful for the future does not imply inherently that you are completely just in denial of your feelings or not validating that you're in a hard experience. Like to me, what toxic positivity means is that you are invalidating your feelings. You are living in denial. You're not being honest with yourself. But that's not to say that being in a hard situation while still being remaining hopeful for the future and like trying to reframe your thoughts and trying to, you know, raise your frequency and get to a happier mood. I don't think there's anything toxic about that by any means. To me, that's not giving up. To me, that's, you know, constantly making an effort towards improvement and towards better times and I don't think that's something that's inherently bad or should be looked down upon and I don't think that having the intention to show up every day with a positive happy headspace with optimism with hope is a bad thing I don't think it's toxic I don't think it's training you to be in denial about your feelings I don't think it's you invalidating your experiences I think it's simply just you holding space for solution for improvements for better days and it's up to you to be able to do that have that skill while still acknowledging that you are experiencing lower vibrational and emotions right now you're feeling sad you're feeling you know angry and you're in a less favorable situation you can acknowledge that while still remaining hope for what's to come and take action steps to improve your situation so anyways that was that that was my full-on hardcore rant for my affirmation for this epi in relation to kind of this toxic positivity topic it is i see the good the solution and the lessons in all people, situations, and experiences. I see the good, the solution, and the lessons in all people, situations, and experiences. I'm going to keep living in my butterfly rainbow mindset while still being very well aware of the hardships that are going on in life, but trusting that things are going to get better. And if you want to live in your dark head space and just be like, this sucks and not trust that things are going to get better, or like have any sense of hope or effort for have things to get better then like you do you. But that's that's my piece for today. Um, anyways, if you guys are looking to book any coaching calls with me, by the way, I still all my coaching calls are still on sale. They're um, 30% off for the 30 minute and 60 minute coaching options. And again, don't forget to check out my YouTube channel if you are looking to get more content. We have some good content lineup. Definitely check out the 12 days of Lift Fitness schedule down below to see if there's any videos that you would want to see. And if you did like this epi, I would love it if you guys could screenshot it, share it on your story. Always makes me happy to see who's out there listening. And if you do want to support this podcast in any which way to help this podcast grow and reach more people and impact more lives, the best way to do so is by leaving a rating or review or like I said sharing it with a friend or posting on a story really helps me so much more than you can believe also that reminds me I got like the Spotify rap um which I'm not a Spotify user so like I was totally not expecting this even though I know it's a thing I just completely forgot about it and I for some reason didn't know it was a thing for podcasts anyways I was blown away by like how many people that I that lift it listens was the number one podcast um for you guys for the year like it just completely blew my mind so I just want to say thank you guys so much for all of your love and support and it just made me so so happy to see it was kind of really surreal like just seeing that the seeing this podcast being ranked with you know some of the podcasts that I've been listening to for years that like got me into podcasts and now seeing me being ranked with them side by side for you guys as like top five podcasts or whatever was absolutely mind-bending and like kind of full circle I wish I started the episode with this I can't believe I forgot this but thank you guys so much for just all your love and support thank you for every listen every share thank you for sharing with me the fact that I was your guys's top 10 top five top number one podcast it blew me away so 
yeah, I think that's everything. I'm sending you guys so, so much love. Thank you guys so much for watching or listening. And hopefully I'll see you in the next one. Peace out.